This is Reconceived with Ben and Leonard. I'm Leonard. And I'm Ben. And today we are going to be talking about a very, very wonderful, fun, plump, nice, lovely, fantastic, completely harmless creature known as the hippopotamus. I'm just jumping right into it. I'm just completely ignoring any sort of natural transition because who needs those, am I right? Hashtag segue, moving on. Ben, what are your thoughts on hippos? My thoughts on hippos? Mm-hmm. Like, like okay, L- let's do, like, a thought experiment. So close your eyes and just sort of imagine the hippopotamus in your own sort of uh, perception. What what does that image look like? Describe in detail. So it's really big. Uh, it's bulbous. Mm-hmm. It has the tusks with which it can bite large animals in half. I know that's not normally what people think, but I'm kind of mm-hmm. jumping the gun here a little bit because I know how terrifying they are. Um, they're just mean and angry, and their mouths are too big for them, so they just have to do something. Interesting. And they feel like the best thing to do is like bite people in half just for the heck of it. Wow. That's, that's the conception. Yeah, I that, that is... <laughs> Wow, th- yeah, that's not the conception that I was uh, expecting. Um, you know, when when most people, I assume, when most people think of a hippopotamus, they think of this nice, plump, uh, cuddly creature. You know, sort of like a teddy bear of the of the river, almost. You know, they have these big, goofy mouths with oh, yeah. a big smile, the cute and the teeth, nice, rounded and stuff. teeth. Cute. They wouldn't hurt a fly. You know. They could give you a smile, maybe a little hug. You know, they're they're just not too aggressive. Um, they're they're almost comical, and a lot of people get that idea from pretty much every adaptation of a hippo in uh, an animated film that they appear in. So, some of the more famous ones uh, in recent years were uh, Gloria from Madagascar the Madagascar series by DreamWorks. Yeah, that's probably one of the most popular ones. Mm-hmm. But then you also had a uh, more classic. You had characters like the ballerina hippos in Fantasia that were graceful and just a fun, silly animal. Um, that is, as you've likely guessed, due to the fact that this entire podcast is based off of reconceiving common misconceptions, that is not a accurate representation of hippos. And in fact, Ben, you were fairly dead on with your um, idea of a hippopotamus because these creatures are extremely dangerous. So almost 3,000 people die each year from hippopotamuses. Hippopotami? Hippos. We'll just call them hippos. Hippo, that's, yeah. So is there, like, a proper plural? Like, did you do enough research to discern that, or are you just trying to... Embarrassingly, I did not, because all of my notes say hippos. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about looking up the plural for hippos. Um, but anyway, all, we all, we make only the highest quality of podcasts here. Um, but they kill about 3,000 people each year and the just the general hippo 
uh, damage count, the the destruction that they do and the injuries that they cause are uh, even more. They're, and they're often considered to be the most da- uh, dangerous animal in Africa as a whole. So, you know, that's versus lions, cheetahs, rhinos, all of those dangerous animals. Apparently, hippos are even scarier than those guys. Whoa. Yeah, I know. So to understand that, let's actually look at how these animals are constructed. So on average, hippos usually weigh around 3,500 pounds all the way up to 6,000 pounds each. Um, So you're looking at a just basic start. You're looking at a two to three tonned creature. That is absolutely huge anything that size is dangerous no matter what it is um yeah that's why i'm not an anvil salesman just yeah. too much risk involved <laughs> and and if that thing falls steps or slams into you that is going to hurt no matter how silly it looks okay, good point. um but that that's not their only weapon they have absolutely massive and strong jaws. Like you said, uh, their jaws and teeth are powerful and they hurt. Uh, their teeth are usually around 15 inches long. Wait, what? Yes. Okay, I, I know they're dangerous, but I did 15 inches? 15 inches. So these are, they're carrying knives and swords in their mouths. They're essentially just carrying a bunch of spears. In their cavernous maws that can fit your entire body. They also have multiple sets of cutlery with which to dissect you. (laughs) Yes, and they have, like, an absolutely unbelievably strong jaw that they can actually put force and, you know, impale you with those giant spear teeth. Um, But they aren't even doing that alone. They travel in packs. And so, if you see a hippo, you're not just uh, dealing with one hippo. You're dealing with, you know, up to ten hippos at a time. Just hanging around each other with giant garbage compactors uh, for mouths. Um, And if you want to defend yourself, good luck. Because their skin is very, very thick. It is essentially bulletproof. Um... It's that thick and that strong. So your weapons, unless you're right up into the hippo's mouth, which, you know, at that point you're already done for, um, you're not really going to be able to defend yourself. And you can't outrun them or outswim them either because hippos can run at 20 miles an hour on average and, even worse for you, They can swim almost 30 miles an hour on average. And that is impressive for any creature, let alone a giant two-tonned thick-skinned creature. And to top all of that off, hippos are incredibly territorial. So, what you're essentially dealing with here is that you have... A pack of two to three tonned creatures with bulletproof skin who can outrun and outswim you with a trash compactor filled with spears for a face who want nothing more 
than to see you destroyed. Me too. <laughs> but you, Ben... So they're like tanks that can reproduce is what happens. Like, why do we need yeah. those? <laughs> yeah, t- the only thing that they're missing is the Gatling gun on their head. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> like... That's, that's why they're not the top of the food I, chain, because they're dumb. But don't mm-hmm. tell the hippos that I said that, because... Well, yeah, because they're very aggressive, and they will eat you. Um, but... Now, the uh, question is, do they enforce intellectual property claims against the use of their likeness? Because if that's the case, then Disney has some reckoning to do. I would love to see just all the hippos in the world come together to form an armada against Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> Take them to like, hippo they court. just show up to Disneyland all together in a pack and it's just like well comes to this so you're supporting the forcible animalian invasion of an amusement park that sounds very scary i'm not saying that i'm encouraging it i'm just saying i'm covering my butt for when we have hippo overlords (laughs) most people are worried about robots I'm going to worry about these guys because, to be honest, I don't know who would win a fight. Um, but people, like I said before, people often misjudge these things because they seem harmless and become, you know, really at ease with them. Uh, and so because of that, there are a lot of instances where people, you know, fairly commonly get too close to hippos or taunt them or are just, you know, aggravating hippos without realizing the danger that they're putting themselves in and the people around them in. And so it's sort of ironic because these giant creatures, they wouldn't be nearly as dangerous as they are if people knew how dangerous they were. Uh, Obviously, if people knew how dangerous hippos really were, they would take a lot more precautions as if they were treating you know, a lion or a rhinoceros. And so that count of 3,000 people who die each year from these creatures, that would actually go down a lot. So what I'm saying is people need to know about this information. And uh, so you should send them our podcast and let them know of the dangers and, you know, tell them to... Subscribe to the podcast and download it and share it with their friends as well. And rate us on iTunes because that's what everybody's and rate us on, saying these days. Yeah, that's what the cool kids on, do. Yeah, rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. You know, tell us your hippopotamus stories. <laughs> um, or maybe not because those are pretty one-sided. A hippopotamus yeah, ate my friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, nah. I mean, most of them end with, and then I died. So I don't really know how they type that in either. Uh, it gets a bit fuzzy. But yeah, be careful. In all seriousness, I don't know if anyone who listens to this would ever encounter a hippopotamus. But if you do, treat them with respect and treat them with caution. They aren't the plump, silly creatures that you once thought they were. So Ben, let me ask you this. Has your... Uh, vision of hippopotamus that you created at the beginning of this episode, has that image become scarier or less scarier? 
Um, I'd say definitely scarier because I had forgotten that they're bulletproof and can swim and run faster than I can. So now my only <laughs> hope is to become Superman so I'm them except not a hippopotamus and so I can beat them in a fist fight or an arm wrestling match. But barring that possibility, mm. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do. Probably just never step outside my house ever again. Well, I mean, no, hippo, hippos aren't can they uh, fly? native to North America. Um, I don't think they can. But see, here's the question. Have you ever seen a hippo not fly? <sighs> yes, I like have with, seen with your own not two flying, eyeballs. And that's Yeah, I mean, every time that I've seen a hippo, it's not flying. So Wait, how many times have you seen a hippo? Like, not at a zoo. Those are domesticated ones that have had their wings clipped. But I'm talking <laughs> an actual, like the, because the ballerina hippos are obviously not the same hippos that you see in the zoos. So clearly, there's some disconnect between hippos and wild culture and how they're refined to match our tests. If memory serves, those ballerina dancing hippos in Fantasia did in fact hover for a good little bit that could be considered flying. So we have flocks of angry tanks. <laughs> flocks of angry tanks. Flying through the they air. They can't shoot you just but for they the heck of it. Munch on you. Well, I mean, if they broke into, like, Fort Knox or something, then they could get a whole bunch of weaponry, and that would not be good. Mm-hmm. They could probably salvage some nuclear codes. I think we're losing the focus codes. a little bit now. <laughs> hippo... What are groups of hippos called? So, Ben, do you have any closing uh, comments that you wanted to say about these wonderful... Uh, a crash. Flubbers of death. That is an excellent term. They're referred to as a crash of hippos. Which is what happens when your car hits one of them. And or We're your not... boat. Or your plane, actually. That's what actually causes okay. plane crashes in Africa. Alright. Well, for sure. I'm gonna cut it off here. Thank you so much for listening to Reconceived. Uh, and let me try that again. Thank you so much for listening to Hippopotamuses, by the way. What? I just googled it. The plural What'd of... you say? The plural of hippopotamus is hippopotamuses. I googled it. Are you sure? You're okay. welcome. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm either... Okay. <laughs> I'm trusting you. I hope you know that. I'm trusting Thank you so much for listening to Hippopotamuses Reconceived. Um, I wanted to change up the outro, but I don't have anything else to say besides that. I have been Leonard. And this is Ben. And I will continue to be Leonard um, until the end of time. Or until I die. Probably the latter. What a morbid thought. Yeah, go go back a couple episodes and we can debate about that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to die. Never! Never!